When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Wake up in the morning, turn on the radio, begin my drive to my job because I hate my wife. I gotta make the money. Make that money. Listen to the boys that are funny. Come on down. Hear the call. Bam, bam. They're the worst fans. I don't in baseball. Bam, 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 it's uh It's the fans and baseball episode. Yep. Nick's yeah. recording his new Triumph of the Will is what he's doing. He's too good. <laughs> too good and too busy to be hanging out with Josh and Tom. Tom so, and Josh. The the two sober members yeah. of the group. The two the two normal ones, I would say. Yeah. Uh, ones that are human and not tiny little Italian Pomeranian dogs. That's what it is. It definitely wasn't, uh, you know, Nick dying of something else this time. No, 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 no. I uh, wish we could say Nick died trying to suck his own dick again. Uh, but he has died for the chronic. He has died uh, trying to live his dream before it's squashed in front of him. And he works the rest of his life as a cashier at Schnooks. And my dream gets squashed, and I work as a deli manager at Schnooks. (laughs) What do I work? What do I do? You get cut up in the deli (laughs) at Schnooks. Cut. Make little sausages out of you, boy. Yeah. So, what's going on, folks? Uh, How are you doing out there? Have a seat. Settle down. Get nice and warm. Kick up your feet. Stretch out them toesies. Pour a nice brandy. Pour a nice brandy. Get the get, throw a log. Throw a big ass yeah. turd on the fire. Throw a big ass brown stinky log on the yeah. fire. You know, turn uh-huh. put down the photo of grandma so she doesn't know. <laughs> so she's in denial about you listening to us. <laughs> Welcome to this is the as you heard from the intro song or new intro. Uh, worst <laughs> fans in baseball. How about? We are on Soto Watch still. Soto Watch. Soto Watch. It is approximately 8.33 p.m. on Mm -hmm. Monday, August 1st, 2022. Yeah. Just for the listeners. So if uh, the Soto news breaks by the time you listen to this, well, we were on top of things. Yeah, we ain't like... uh, We ain't fuck up. Yeah, almost real time Yeah. with Bill Maher. Yeah. Uh, Man. <laughs> Muslims are ruining baseball. <laughs> <laughs> we could get him on the pod, don't you think? 
He won't even do comedy clubs because he's too much of a fucking snob. So I think you mean pussy. Well. Remember all these comics we used to like, and now they just get cranky and turfy. Yeah. Be like, wow, Dave Chappelle. I mean, that's um, Bill Maher's whole thing is he doesn't realize the like Gen Y exists. Yeah. The Zoomers. So he's a uh, he just lumps millennials. Millennials. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> they want student loan forgiven. Here's an idea. Just just be rich. <laughs> oh, be rich and say house beep Start on HBO. Ask your parents oh. for money, and just, then you've made the scrub daddy. Just make a lucrative wage at the crusty crab. <laughs> oh. yeah. yeah, like millennials are in their forties now. I'm in my thirties. Yeah, I'm yeah. barely a millennial, and I was born in '96. Yeah, man. Like, it's like uh, people be like, Jerry Seinfeld said he will never do comedy clubs. Or, sorry, not comedy clubs, colleges anymore. Because of how sensitive people are. I'm like, no, it's just you fucking suck. And also, those chicks are way too old for you. <laughs> <laughs> I just want him to be like, it's if me. It's me. I'm the guy from B Movie. grass on the field, play ball. It's me, Downsfeld. Elaine <laughs> <laughs> Kramer came into my room. <laughs> he touched all my Legos. Mr. Costanza. <laughs> Never calls him George, calls him Mr. Costanza. Oh, God. Yeah. No, Jerry Seinfeld ain't funny. He's a pedophile. Um, well, Jason Alexander's a comrade. Good old George. Yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah. That's good. I enjoy George. Yeah. You have more stickers on your laptop than mine. I have, like, two communist stickers on mine. Oh, yeah. And, like, the people... I want to imagine they notice it, but they're like, they're like, we've never met one of these. If the fans are wondering, a um, few of my favorites here, um, I've got a InCitizensUnited.org yeah. uh, support sticker. Um, I've got a bowl that says, girl, you're thicker than a bowl of oatmeal. My favorite one is the one you got that has BLM with a big cancel sign on it. <laughs> no, I yeah. don't have that on here. Yeah. Um, I also have a circular one of Ted Cruz that says, this man ain't my son. Yeah, that's That's my one. favorite. What's uh, up with the one that says, I love David Duke? <laughs> no, I, I do have one of Daryl from The Office that says, bring that booty. Yeah. It's, I have a very horny laptop. God, you're such a lib. Yeah. <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Speaking of uh elections, we got a primary tomorrow. We got a primary tomorrow. Um, it's not important for me because uh, Barry Hovis is like unopposed in this area. But uh, our uh, Cape Cape Girardeau City, the one forty seventh, has um, uh, the GOP primary between Elaine Voss. Or Voss. God, I'm a fucking idiot. I'm yeah. like her son. <laughs> Elaine. Careful. <laughs> Elaine. Elaine. I didn't you know. Elaine Edgar, John Voss, and Nate Thomas. John Voss and Nate Thomas are just milk toast, small business councilman Republicans. They're boring. Although they probably still believe in all the horrible shit Republicans do. They are nah, John's not, fine. not on Elaine Edgar's frequency. In fact, Elaine Edgar. If we're going by frequencies, uh, I don't think she's within this 
the next three planets. <laughs> Elaine Edgar uh, said her motivation for running for public office as a state rep was that the Cape Public Library was distributing child pornography in the young adults, the teen section, which is a 12, 17-year-old. Were they section. saying it was child pornography or just, or just pornography just to porn. children? Just okay. porn. Because kids, so they kids these days don't jack off. Yeah. I Real certainly fun. wouldn't know <laughs> if children are jacking off. You were a teacher if I did at a know, Catholic school for a while. Uh, I was at a Catholic school, yeah. yeah. Those kids were always jacking off. I have to come over and like, stop it! And like yeah. shake their desk. Like, what are you doing, Bear? It's like, ah, nothing. I'm like, and I flip open the desk, and then he have his little pants down. I'm like, you're jacking off in my history class? Get out of here. You just get a goo sponge from the janitor and... I would, it up. I would be writing on the whiteboard. It'd be like, all right, kids, today we're going to learn about the French and Indian War. I'd turn my head and whip around, and I'd like, see their hands flash real quick, and i have to go like grab like oven mitts and put them on their little, their little kid paws. I'd be like, stop jacking off. Your kid's got to control oh. your urges. Cardinals are finalizing a deal to acquire left-hander Jose Quintana from the oh. Pirates. Oh, that's interesting. That could be nice. I'll have to see how Quintana's doing. But uh, so breaking news. Breaking news here on the one and only pod. Guy, I read the Cardinals are finalizing. I was like, is this fucking it? Is Come this on. it? Don't tease me. Um, Elaine Edgar uh, said that I. Uh, she said it on a on public debate, and then uh, one of our friends in our socialist group uh, challenged some lady who said something about it. So I was, you know, like fuck this shit. I'm gonna. I'm going to go up to the library myself, and I'm going to find out what's going on here. And you weren't going to the bar either. You were going to the real library. I was going to the real... There is a bar in Cape, folks, called the library, and it's where 50-year-old men go to try and fuck 20-year-old women. The old Dave Portnoy method. And then it becomes so, a vape cloud after... It does. It's, uh, you know, no matter how far you stray from the ocean, you can never escape the influence of Jeffrey Epstein. So, we, uh, I, I, went up, I went up to the public library... I went up to the front desk. I'm like, this sounds dumb, but I heard you guys are distributing kid porn. And they're like, you're going to need to talk to our head of teens or section over there. So I asked her, and she's like, oh, my God. I'm like, I think it's dumb, so I want you to know that. I'm not here to start anything. It's like, oh, thank God. So we go over, and they show us a couple books, and one of them's like a trans survival guide. Another one is, she's like, this book got some flack. I'm like, this ain't gay. And she's like, nah. And it's like uh, the lady who gave a speech at the inauguration about just, you know, basically being black in America and historical precedent of prejudice and slavery and how we're still living through that. Oh, so that's supposed to be child porn? Yeah, yeah I, I wish, wish it was. Is uh, it, no, but is that what they're saying is supposedly child porn? Uh, inappropriate is what it was. She oh, said okay, some, so some was, of the people on it. The one... There was that uh, YouTube uh, video that had, like, the V word. I didn't grab that one. The one she showed me was by, what was it, uh, Juno Dawson, uh, trans uh, writer, which was called This Book is Gay. Awesome name. I flip it open. Yeah, it's heavy stuff. And by heavy stuff, it's like, this is how handjobs are done and anal sex and how to be, like, hygienic with that. And you might think, wow, that's quite a lot for a 12- or 13-year-old to learn. But I'm like... This is probably better sex education than what people, what kids are getting at anywhere, especially at school. And there's diagrams, helpful. It talks about trans identity, talks about gay, lesbian identity, 
So I just kind of skimmed through it, read the section on anal sex to learn some shit. And uh, uh, soap and water. No, uh, turkey baser. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. It's formative. And she's like, uh, so uh, the, the, head, the head of this section of the library is like, yeah, we had like detectives come here because of this shit. I'm like, were they as annoyed as me? And they're like, yeah, pretty, pretty much. I'm like, wow. And I'm like, yeah. how many people do you have for us? I'm like, we had a guy film. We had people come in saying we were groomers. I was like, this is, uh, this is obnoxious. So, Elaine Edgar, if you're listening to this, you're evil. <laughs> that would be crazy. <laughs> this fucking bitch, dude. Uh, like, celebrating, like, Roe v. Wade, like, post-happy birthday, President Trump still thinks, She's like, the election's the one stolen. candidate who said that the election was rigged for, yeah. for Biden, which is like, okay, well, you're immediately disqualified as a person with brains. Yeah, uh, plutonium-level brain rot on this one, dude. Yeah. And she's like, I was a former educator. Scary. And she has a son who's, uh, I don't know if he's autistic or got Downs or anything like that, but he's got a disability, which I you know, feel for that kid. Because his uh, mom's a fucking monster. Yeah, also supposedly doesn't even live in the district, but she's getting by because there's a rule when you're in the year of redistricting. Yeah. Uh, you have to, I mean, you can kind of get around that by hmm. saying, oh, well, so I might be pro- in this district. Oh, she probably lives out near like fucking Notre Dame, like one that wet, like f- what, like Ward 5 or some My shit. Like those Dalhousie motherfuckers. Well, okay, apparently. Uh, so she's either north. Cape City or South, like where Dalhousie was. Yeah. Right? Like, I was talking to a friend of mine who's involved in local politics, um, and he was telling me how apparently it's just, like, a lot somewhere, and that's her voting address. It's not, like, a residence there. Yeah. Um, And, you know, which, okay, fine. I mean, hell, I guess I technically am voting in the wrong race because I live here, but my billing... And mailing address for the most part. Voter fraud here on the worst fans yeah. in baseball. So she sucks. She can suck the shit out of my ass. So she's a uh, you know we don't toss this word around lightly. Um, retard? No, sorry. Theocratic fascist. I would say mm-hmm. right. Definitely theocrat. Definitely a theocrat. Authoritarian. I, she's got an authoritarian. Yeah. Speech. She she's yet to prove her fascism to me, just because I don't know how effective she could possibly be. She's smart enough to be that yeah. level. You know, like Hitler. Hitler was a fascist not because he was had a winning message necessarily. It was most well, you know. Like, I mean, he had some, power but you know, he was also effective and knowledgeable. Yeah, and he had so, people uh, killed. And, yeah, uh, like Elaine's. What what was one of the other dumb things she ran? I was like, I'm gonna keep women and girls sports or some shit like that so it's the, it's yeah. the fucking transcultural shit that she's running on because that's the new boogeyman also, fucking she's... percent of the population is less than a percent and like republicans want to mollywog on them and make them a linchpin for their fucking election yeah and then she's getting mad um saying that the two guys she's running against are in favor are obnoxiously of raising, sexy or of raising taxes yeah, she says we're not gonna raise. I'm not gonna raise your tax one cent. I'm like, what if we need shit paid for? Like, yeah. hey, you were a teacher, right? How do teachers get money? <laughs> also, tax hikes like that go through vote in the city. So, yeah, that too. Um, so you're kind of like, well, anti 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 tax crowds stun me, honestly. 
Because, like, around here, you know, they'll be like, teachers deserve more, but I don't believe in higher taxation. You know, our roads are shit. Where is the city to fix them? I do not believe in taxes that might solve the roads. Or, God forbid, you have to throw money at the police. Like, why aren't the police around in our neighborhood? They took 25, 30 minutes to get here. Well, also, you know, cops don't give a shit about you. But, two, you know, you do that by increasing taxes. Like, I don't... So, like... We'll eventually talk about baseball. Cape had a very <laughs> Cape had a horrible problem funding the police department and the fire department down here. And, you know, we shit on cops on this podcast as you should, but our police department for a midwestern rural city is better than most. We'll at least give them yeah. that. I mean, I'm they still protect surprised. the interests of capital. They still protect property owners. They will uh, pleasantly they, surprised. They will. Yeah, I mean they. Uh, you know, or prejudice against black people, not as, you know, as we had that study that came out like a year ago in terms of traffic stops, but you know, they, West Blair, is he current police chief still? Yep. He's, He's not, a, a good dude. not a complete fucking lunatic. Yeah. When we had, uh, our BLM protest down here and blocked off traffic, they didn't show up in like right gear or like tear gas. They, they they ebb and flowed with the crowd just didn't start shit and you know they at least get training for like domestic issues like when it comes to suicide and you know they don't try and kill people first still obviously shouldn't be doing all that but to their credit you know for they're way better than sykeston sykeston covers up murders oh yeah so cape's probably better at covering up their murders. scott county itself actually we used to, i used to have a driver um yeah. when i was in that dispatch role and he used a fake name, and it was because there was a story about him in Scott County where it got covered up that he was getting sucked off by a 14-year-old boy in a squad car Oh, and was, yeah, making frequent trips to that. And then, um, actually, that might not have been Scott County. I think he eventually, oh, no, I know what it is. Let me he find was, this cop. I want to say he was in uh, Ripley County. and. Yeah. He, uh, that happened, and then Scott County hired him after that, before eventually letting him go. This guy right here, um, was, he was with, uh, CMO DPS, but I think he was also with, like, Sykes and DPS as well. Like, aside from the fact you had, like, Drew Juden, who was running for our sheriff, and he was, uh, head of Sykes and DPS during that, uh, murder cover-up, and there was also some other shit that came out, if I remember, like, in terms of, like, just, uh, just basic like police corruption like kate has problems but in terms of like you know small town s police you know they could be worse so we'll hand that to them so for years they had problems funding salaries and pensions especially with like fire departments because yeah. all these like suitable candidates would leave and go work in like fucking perryville like 30 miles north and a third or a fourth of the city size and then finally the city got enough funding, and by funding, they had a use tax, and then they got money uh, from the Biden administration uh, because of COVID that uh, they finally gave like a tax or a, sorry, a, a wage increase to like cops and firefighters around here. Actually, the whole city um, employees, whole city police or police, sorry, yeah, all whole, employees yeah. actually, because they won, they were having trouble getting help, which even now I've seen some of those budgets with the city and oh, how the much Parks and Rec Department public works yeah just obnoxious Nothing. i mean you're like oh i'm gonna get paid 12 
maybe thirteen dollars an hour to shovel trash. Yeah, all day. twelve. They had like that like, those job openings on there. It's just fucking obnoxious. So like Cape, in terms of any kind of local business, for those who are just interested in this conversation instead of Juan Soto, <laughs> like local, like cities run on trying to treat themselves like business. They talk about increasing commerce and increasing commercial districts and resident or commercial areas and trying to increase like a tax base that way. Like Cape's big, uh, uh, I think it's pipe dream, but their big thing that they're wanting to shoot for is the expansion of downtown area toward the casino, as well as some other commercial areas all the way up Independence. It's obnoxious. They no, neglect. I actually like these ideas. You do? And I'll tell you why. Oh, no. Because the city of Cape is stagnant in population, and yeah. we're only growing in senior citizens, and it's harder and harder to even attract any businesses here because cape is on the right end of this where they don't fucking roll out the red carpet and they're like you don't have to pay taxes for 30 years you know they don't do that shit sykeston does that shit but they don't well you work for them in terms of trying to get businesses to come from illinois yeah but that was me just researching yeah and like you know going through me like okay this one's not gonna work i can say that now you Mm. know kind of shit anyways that's like a big thing in like public administration literature because they talk about how livability principles and like having having a cool downtown scene, having these different things in town actually helps one attract talent and ultimately helps you acquire new businesses because you have people wanting to move there. Yeah, it's the same reason why like Pittsburgh was like dead, you know, thirty years ago, and now it's like a vibrant city. People want to move. Yeah, but to. the city did grow. Yeah, it just... It was, like, one of the few spots in, like, southeast Missouri that did grow. Like, Farmington grew, St. Francis County did, Cape County. But, yeah, I mean, well, yeah, this ain't the pushback. I mean, like, like the younger population, you know, like, I would say, like, your tax base that you want, especially for your future, you know, the the people out of college up to the 30s, they are, yeah, they are leaving Cape. They're leaving the 8th Congressional in general. Yeah. So... Well, a lot of them are from St. Louis to begin with. They go to yeah, from here, SEMO, yeah. And then they are like, all right, well, I'll get a better paying job and I can live with my parents for a couple of years, pocket most of my salary, and then basically start my life, mm. you know, so which I get. But at the same time, Cape needs to at least put up a fight. And In terms of, like, attracting businesses, yeah, but, like, they have, I mean, the city has, like, enough, like, glaring issues that they devote, like, Whenever we got like almost ten million dollars from the Fed and the state, like the lion's share of that went to like tourism and you know whether it be the hotels or whether it be the casino, like the lion's share of that went to those communities. Definitely didn't go to the actual tourism office. I can tell you that. No, it definitely (laughs) didn't. It didn't go to address any uh, ameliorate any of the other problems we have, like especially homeless. We don't have like a homeless shelter. You know, we just kick people up to Perryville or try and send them down to Memphis. You know, it took, they played chicken with those cops and firefighter salaries for Christ knows how long. You know, that, you know, it's the problem of like trying to run a city government exactly like a business. You know, they want to, to me, it's like they want to expand downtown, but like they can't pay enough, they can't keep public, uh, public works employees. They got lucky. They finally got a use tax to where they can fund some of it. You know, it's, um, I don't know. I think, like, uh, when, when, when you, if you were to look at, like, uh, the area around here, it's more or so, uh, you, 
you know, if it go back to the election, you know, Voss and Thomas, weren't they on the council? Yeah. Yeah, Thomas was a recent city councilman, so. Thomas is currently a current councilman. Yeah. Yeah, and then John was councilman, t- not last term, but the term before that, and then my friend yeah. took over his seat, so. Yeah. Which was your friend? Dan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Dan. So. Anyway, little, uh. You know, in terms of representing the, the, the state district that is Cape, at least they have some experience. Lane Edgar's out of her fucking mind. We should talk about baseball. Yeah, we should before Nick kills us. Um, yeah, well, I mean, we didn't talk about him sucking his dick to death again. Yeah, we did that for like 35 minutes <laughs> the last one. Yeah, he can fucking handle some like local okay. local shop talk. Quintana's having a good season. How old is he? What, probably 33? He's 33, I think. Okay. Let me look. 33... He's got a three five zero ERA. He's thrown one hundred and three innings. That's a good pickup. And so, he's a lefty. He's a lefty, and his FIP's lower than his ERA, so he's limiting. He's only giving up seven home runs to one hundred and three innings, which is good. That means he'll do well in a pitcher friendly ballpark like Bush. So good pickup. That's a good yeah, pickup. Who do we give up for him? I don't. Have they announced that. Let's see. Nick has texted us. Yeah. Oh, Johan Oviedo and Malcolm Nunez are the players who are going. Well, good job, Oviedo. Yeah. Good job. I hope you get. He'll end up in a Pirates rotation. Yeah, here. he'll be in a rotation. He'll go uh, five and fourteen with a three eight ERA, liked, probably. I kind of liked Johan. I thought last year he got a bad, you know. You know go what? I'm it. I'm happy he finally got a win. Yeah. And he got it this year before we shipped him off. I think for, he's had uh, two wins Rental. actually. I want to say he might have gotten one out of the pen. No, he did get one out of the pen. That was his first win. Well, I thought he um, got another one, though. Yeah, let me look it up. Surely surely God has stopped hurting that boy, that young man. He is 2-1, and one, Josh. Hey. hey, my dude. I'm the Cut his walk right in half. That's not a bad pickup for the Pirates. We'll no. see how that goes for him. How long does Quintana have on his deal? Oh, here. I'll pull up his contract. Yeah, go to Spotrack if you can. Um... He picked up. He was with. Uh, uh, just got on with Pittsburgh. Spo track. Which you know, good cheap option here to get ourselves a pitcher. He's got a one. It's a one year deal for two mil. Okay, so it's a rental. Yeah, and also not that expensive, and also Soto. Which the scuttlebutt coming out is that. We don't want to part with Carlson and top prospects. It's got to be one or the other that the Nats pick, because apparently they have. Well, I don't think it, I. I feel like it's Carlson or all of the top prospects. Like is that Walker, what they're coming Wynn, out to? Gorman. Yeah, I. I, I think Ooh. it's like those four. Let me read like, that again because yeah, because they were like they didn't want to part with both. And by top prospects, we mean like yeah, like Gorman or Walker on that one. So this is a this is kind of a interesting interesting kerfuffle. I still think you make it. I mean, but if they take Carlson, you know, you get two, two of our tops. Yeah. And then maybe like a, a fringe guy. Gordon, you know? Gordon Grisafo. Gris, I don't know how you say his name. Yeah. Um, let me see. Watch it. Watch it beat Winter Walker. Cardinals Twitter. Stop being so. What if cynical. we traded Pujols? <laughs> oh, my God, dude. That's his one. <laughs> Trade him for Soto. That was, that's what he was talking about when they met the All-Star game. No, um, I think, I mean, Carlson should be a part of it. I know why the cards don't want to part with him. One top prospect who's playing, we have some control over. 
too, he's healthy right now. Yeah. O'Neal and Bader kind of beat the shit as of now. And, uh, you know, if you trade him, you exchange him. He plays better defense and is a better base runner than Soto, as we found out from reading the Bernie article. But uh, I would say if it came down between him and Soto, Soto by a mile. What did Juan Soto just do like an hour ago? Uh, He uh, fucking nuked a piss missile off of Max Scherzer. How many times has Carlson hit a homer off of Scherzer? Hmm. They've been in the league about the let same me, amount of time. Uh, let me do some calculations. Uh, Yeah, that's zero. Oh! Yeah. Hmm. Okay, that's interesting. And sure, we don't play against Max Scherzer a ton, but we might in the playoffs. The yeah. way the fucking Mets are still playing. Yeah. Um, you know, Carlson did hit a bomb off of uh, Trevor Bauer, so that was good. That was kind of cool. That was cool. But, so. I mean, Trevor like... Carlson, or Trevor Carlson. Dylan Carlson, uh, you know, he's, he believes all women. You know? Yeah, you know. Um, yeah. Uh, Soto and Carlson are the same age, and I can't get over... The Bernie article is a little bit annoying. I get the concept of being a Their player work. that can, you know, do it all. But there was some, I think, uh, uh, claims made that I think were a little bit uh, obno- uh, silly. One being that, you know, Carlson's still young and developing. Might I say, Soto is still young and developing. Aren't they, like, born in the same month, too? Yeah, they're separated by I think like six days. Yeah, so what's your point? They're World Series babies. Yeah, one's also yeah, one's also a World Series winner. Juan um, Soto, <laughs> same age. Juan Soto is an MVP candidate. With who can get better? Dylan Carlson is a is a serviceable outfielder. Yeah, who can get better? Who even in, close your eyes here. Dylan Carlson's best season, you think? How close does it come to a Juan Soto season? Um, I don't know. I'm just thinking like 270 batting average, 22. 25 tanks. Yeah, I was gonna say 22, and then 350 I don't know, on base, maybe 60 like RBIs. A, yeah. Once, like, let's be fucking real, man. I mean, this is putting a 2005 Albert Pujols in your fucking lineup. Juan Soto. Probably going to be a Hall of Famer. He could have an immense collapse. Don't get me wrong. But he has shown enough of a track record that if you're going to roll the dice, I think, on a guy who's probably going to be good, it's probably going to be this dude. And the other thing about the article that mildly frustrating with it, uh, aside from the, the potential of it, is that Dylan Carlson can hit in any part of the batting order. Which, no, he fucking can't. I don't want him hitting leadoff. No. We tried that. And because Carlson had a better walk rate than Edmund. And Carlson... I don't want him in the two-hole either. Here, let's pull up his career splits. Carlson, um, he wouldn't be your RBI guy because he doesn't have pop right now. He's also not clutch. Yeah, he's fairly average clutch-wise. I was thinking he was a huge choke artist, but... He was this year like hitting over 250 with runners in scoring position, which is okay. But like here, um, career-wise, leadoff hitter. He has the 654 OPS as leadoff, so yeah, bat him anywhere. 
Um, he hits best sixth or seventh and eighth, but he is fairly average batting in the two hole. He has a 746. So I don't, I don't get what they're talking about. Like anywhere in the in the order, like he hasn't shown. You know, maybe last year if he played a, a full one sixty two and got hot in one week, he hits twenty homers. But still, like, you know, he's not a he's not an extra base machine. Yeah. He's a serviceable outfielder. They shouldn't rag him. He scores well, like in terms of F four because of his defense. defense. Well, and also he's getting thrown around the outfield right now, and that adds defensive value if you go by Fangraphs for. And, like, yeah, he's been pretty decent because of his defense the last two years. But Soto's still better than him this year. Soto was better than him last year. He's been better in the last two years. You know, they moved the goalposts in terms of that. Like, you know, the last two years he's been X. You know, Carlson's a top 20 in terms of that. But, like, you're getting a above-average outfielder in exchange for arguably the best hitting outfielder in the league right now. Yeah. Because Trout's fucked. Well, and he, again, I can't reemphasize this or emphasize this enough. He's 23 years old. 23 years old. He, you got, after this season, two more years of control. You get, hopefully, three postseasons out of him. Yeah. Like, like, Mass City. And, you know, not counting the ramifications of, you know, Nolan basically calling out the team saying i want to win a division i want but i don't want to go to canada my weakness is not it's not the 89 mile an hour slider it's the concept of doing something selfless for the whole for the for the good of the whole yeah i mean despite all of that i would still like nolan arenado to be in the lineup next year i would like him to be in the lineup for the next four five years yeah sure and I don't think he sticks around if we don't make a big fucking move. And Quintana's nice. He patches a rotation. I kind of wish he was on a two-year deal because I'd like to, you know, pencil him in for next year. Maybe they re-sign him. Who knows? But Since uh, Carlson came up in 2020, Aaron Judge leads all outfielders in war with a 12.7. Juan Soto a second with an 11.9. Um, Dylan Carlson, old Dilly Dong, is down at twenty-two out of forty-one. There's more outfitters, obviously, but you know, again, he's serviceable. But like, let's not let's not make him untouchable. Is the thing? Yeah, he should be. A, he, we should be able to move him. I if mean, it, if it lands a bat like Soto, I wouldn't move him for a Quintana. Like, Carlson, moving Carlson for any player that isn't great or better is a foolish move. I wouldn't move Carlson for a good player. Yeah. Higher ceiling. Like, I wouldn't move him for a, um, who would you say is like a good player? Like a Rizzo, I guess. Or know? even, I was thinking like Jonathan India or some shit. Yeah, I wouldn't move Carlson for an India. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. You would not trade for me. Thank you, baby girl. Yeah. Baby Churl. Baby Churl. <laughs> um, oh, we should also... Uh, My baseball glove looks like a vagina. It's you know, very, uh, it's the, very nice. Uh, on a serious note, all the fans out there, um, yeah. Nick actually did kill himself. And you want to know what the reason is, folks? What is it? It's because Paul DeYoung homered not once, but twice over In the back weekend. back-to-back games. 
Polly D may be back. Polly D may be back, guys. And you know, I'm not hating it so far. Hey, I got a hot take for you. When it, since trade deadline, mm. what do you think about trading Tommy Edmund? Depends on what's the return. I mean, like shopping would you make him? him. Yeah, shopping him. You have Donovan who can take over. Yes, right. But Donovan's been kind of meh of late. Less than desirable. Donovan's a natural second baseman. He even when Donovan's messed, Tommy Edmund's been worse. Edmund is a is high on the war list because of base running defense, which is important, and he plays around. And because he plays around in different positions, that inflates his defensive value. Sure. I don't know. I mean if like would I move Tommy Edmund and like say a I don't know, Frankie Montas deal if that hadn't already gone through. Yeah. Yeah. I'd I'd, I'd include him as a piece of that Mm -hmm. because you're not getting Montas just for Tommy Edmund. Yeah, more years of control with Donovan. Donovan, I would say, is probably a better batter. Not hitter, batter. Yeah. And Donovan has shown how versatile he is as a utility guy. Now, would I move, like, Tommy Edmund for, say, Tommy Pham? No. No. What the fuck are the Red Sox doing? They just shopped know, Vasquez and then they picked up Fam. They, hey, you coming or you going? Hey, you pitching or you catching? You pitching or you catching it? If you're catching out there, we don't want bottom bitches here on fucking <laughs> Yonkey Street Brawlers, baby. Yonkey Go socks! Oh God. I fucking love that game Fallout 4. It captures Boston in the best light when it's beautiful in summer. Wait, it's nuclear fallout? Our city always fucking looks like that. Hey, let's get a fucking cruller. Go Pats! 28-3. You never see as much love for the Bruins as you do for the Pats. No, no. I mean, hell, even the Celtics, and they're the... Fucking second winningest. Fucking city of champions. God, yeah. you know, God God did a lot of fucked up shit. Like, he made malaria real and Pokemon fake. And, like, he made he made it to where, you know, 9-11 happened and the repercussions of that. He, he made fucking COVID. He did all these terrible, God-awful, himself-awful things to us. But the worst thing he ever did was make Boston a city of champions for a 20-year period. The Bruins win in the Cup. The Sox win in three, three series. The fucking Celtics capturing one. And the fucking Patriots. Jesus, tap dancing Christ. Why, of all the cities, why this part of the country, for Christ's sake? Seattle is so loyal to the Mariners, okay? They had the... They have the fucking Seahawks with the 13th or 12th man, whatever that bullshit. It's a nice, beautiful city. Why not San Francisco? They like glitter, okay? Why not St. Louis or a Rust Belt city that endured, like, the plight of of the middle class fleeing and the decay and the rot of capital? No, we're going to give it to fucking fucking Boston with their shitty pale ales and their incomprehensible Atlantic speech. That's what God decided. <laughs> Fuck me. Never live that down. Never live that down. But yeah. Um, so yeah, Paul DeYoung. Yeah. Dude's back. 
Um, I wonder if Andrea DeYoung will unblock Nick on Twitter. We should get her on the pod. Honestly, I think I I I, do I love my son, Polly. But like, we want you to tell your side of the story, even though your Pomeranian bastard co-host <laughs> told me he was a terrorist. <laughs> Even though you're ankle biting little shit co-host, you guys ain't feeding him enough, you know. Look at him. He's snarling at us. He's a rat. He's a rat bastard. Called my boy a Muslim. Uh, Andrea, not all Muslims are terrorists. Yes, but all terrorists are Muslims. No. I believe you. She's been watching too much real time with Bill Maher. No. I used to get my news from the Colbert Report. <laughs> I used to get it from the Col Colbert, <laughs> the Colbert Report. <laughs> well, other hot moves: Josh Hader. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude! Taking his slurs. His slurve. to San Diego. You know, like I tweeted, it'd be awesome if he, if the fucking uh, Giants were buyers. And then he had to go to San Francisco. Yeah, what a what did he say? He he dropped some n bombs. He said he hated gays. Did he say yeah. did he drop f slurs too? Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure he was like, "That's my favorite Morgan Wallen song." Boop boop in the field. Boop boop. <laughs> she took my money. I fucking love this song. I'm just boop I'm just boy. hater the gays. I hate her the gays. <laughs> Give me the boot boy and free my, my soul. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's gonna be great. He's gonna be in the taking his taking his talents to diet Los Angeles, going yeah. straight to San Diego. That was the setting of Terriers. You ever watch that show? Terriers. That show, dude, it was on FX. It was so good, and then it just didn't get the traction. Man, it's so good. Got Don Don Donald Lotion. It's so good. The the song, man, the fucking song. I play it, but dude, people aren't ready for it, dude. Terriers, so fucking good, bro. So good. It's a private. Dude, let me tell you, bro. Dude, that shit tight as a frog's pussy, man. Let me tell you, dude. That seems like a show where, um, or that seems like a city where everyone's favorite show is just Jag. <laughs> like, they just love Jag. <laughs> so, uh, Josh Hader's going there. Brewers won that trade, though. They dumped off $11 million in salary. And you know how it is like uh, when it comes to... Uh, I think someone clarified it as getting as many bites as the apple as you can. And, you know, signing relievers like Andrew Miller. Uh, Long-term, are always risky investments. Uh, investing in relievers, especially closers, are. So, uh, Denilson, Lamette, uh, they got, uh, got Rodgers and a couple prospects. Great haul for the Brewers. Also, they got Devin Williams, who throws that... Who throws that nasty change? He calls it the airbender. But what he really should call it is the throat slitter, because he fucking kills batters in the box. Return of the pitching ninja. Return. What's up, Ninja Nation? I'm Next hiding underneath your bed right now. I'm not going to tell you which one I'm hiding under. <laughs> oh, I'm hiding under a crib. Even better. <laughs> I've locked all your doors. You're not going to get to him in time. I'm going to take this baby. And after I take this baby, we're going to go watch a Zach Granke 69 mile an hour. Nice. Curveball. <laughs> nice. Nice. 
Just like I'm going to carve 69 in the back of this boy's skull. It's my calling card. <laughs> shout out shout, shout out to Gary Ridgeway, the Green River Killer. As you can see him wearing a, 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 a pitchy ninja, ninja t-shirt. Uh, I just sold some t-shirts to ICE. <laughs> the Russian army is painting Z's on my shirts. Man. Um, hell yeah. No, no, Nick's not really here because he left the pod to go fight uh, in the Ukrainian war. Why he decided to fight with the Russians, we don't know. <laughs> we haven't figured it out. Uh, Although I think I did mention Zelensky not too long ago, and he's like, fuck Zelensky. I was like, well. Well, it's because he's anti-Semitic, so it's just oh. his inner Nazi coming out. No. So, Nick's, you know, there's a fascist problem in Ukraine, like there's a fascist problem in any kind of military. But Nick, of course... Pick the side with the most Nazis, which was Russia. So, you know. Yeah. Every uh, every uh, stream of revenue we get uh, goes to purchasing um, uh, 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 one of those air fresheners that they put in trucks for one HIMAR system in the Ukraine. You are supporting. You're supporting. Uh, we are we are proud Ukraine supporters here. Yeah. You know. Oh. Topical. Russia's gay as hell. <laughs> I have forgiven him for that Chernobyl incident. <laughs> Chernobyl incident. That's always like the weird thing with me when people talk about like we should get off from you know this level of fuel resource and go nuclear. I'm like, can't we just do solar and wind and hydroelectric? And I'd be like, yeah, but nuclear is really clean. I'm like, is it? It is. But like, if a windmill fucks up. A bunch of birds die and a fire happens. Someone goes up, maybe they die. But a windmill fucks up. You're like, oh, maybe we don't have power. We have proof if a nuclear power plant fucks up, the planet might die. I, I'm all in favor of nuclear power plants over coal and oil and natural gas plants. But can we also just admit, like, maybe... Can we just get more solar and wind farms and hydroelectric farms? I mean, I'm right there with you. Those are the ideal. I just think nuclear is probably cheaper. And at the end of the day, is it? if you wanted to do solar, you would probably have to take like the entire state of Wyoming. There's yeah. nothing there. There isn't. But imagine, mm. you know, all those fucking ranchers. You don't want to get the ranchers pissed off because they'll take over a federal building. They will. Like the they'll take over like a little post office. <laughs> They, um, doesn't Missouri have a nuclear power plant up in Callaway, I thought? I don't know. I thought they did. So. I mean, like, I've, I mean, it all depends on if it's fusion or fission. I know that that's, like, a yeah. big thing. And plus, you know, like, we had, uh, what was it, Three Mile Island? Three Mile Island, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Which was a near catastrophe. I mean, still, like, radiated a whole area, but... Not as bad as Japan or uh, Chernobyl, for that matter. Well, yeah, and Chernobyl was just because the Russians were using shitty reactors. Yeah, and, they're and RBMK. They did literally everything. Tell me how an RBMK reactor sucks RBM, my dick. RBMK. RBMK reactor sucks, uh, fucks my we, wife. We got a, we got a little Valerius uh, Legasov yeah. uh, fan over here. I'm afraid I do not know. <laughs> I'm afraid I do not know how an RBMK reactor fucks your wife. <laughs> 
No, they literally did everything possible to make that fucking happen because they were clueless. Yeah, what was it? Like a graphite tips and the graphite like accelerator. And then they ran. And then they proceeded to fill their diapers with with liquid diarrhea. No, they just fucking ran the reactor really low all day and then cranked it up for this test. For a test that they needed. And then during that process, I think like this kind of like... I think literally in the show they describe it as a poison to the reactor built up because it's not hot enough to, you know, get rid of that. So that partially contributed to it. The the actions they took, the fact that they had staff who had never done one of these and they threw it on them short notice, the fact Mm -hmm. that they were trying to impress the Central Committee by rushing this test to show, hey, we got this many successful blank tests done on this reactor this quarter or whatever the fuck. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot of things. And not to mention the slow time to just fucking put the fire out. How many people they sent into the maw of yeah. the fucking reactor, exposed reactor. One thing that's cool, though, are those fucking miners who just eventually go fucking, like, full hog. Full naked. hog mode, dude. <laughs> and they're like, it's too fucking hot. <laughs> Which All story yeah. on that, and, you know, like... If you like the miniseries, you can see it as like Western propaganda. I can I can understand that. I like it in the aspect of like, uh, well, you know, it's a you sense of it, it is a sense of community, but it's definitely about sacrifice a lot. I mean, every single character basically is yeah. fucking died from cancer, or radiation poison, or suicide. those miners being like, so what do we got to do? It was like, you got to build this pad underneath this and uh, you can't use equipment and it's going to be hot as fuck. What if we, what, what? It was like, yeah, if you don't do it, uh, millions of people will die. Was like, yeah. Okay. Fuck I love it. that scene when they're picking up, like they're picking up the miners, and then they all go to that like government guy, and they all pat him and Cole. Oh yeah, it's all over his suit. I love that fucking. It's a great scene. It's a great uh, scene. That's just a great show. They only like they only cl- like listed as like twenty something people died in that, but like it's way more. Like yeah, every single one of those liquidators. <laughs> yeah. Fucking, I, it's they're fucking gone, easily. Well, in you know in. I actually tried writing a paper about this because yeah. I had to write like a really long, long one my last semester of grad school about how like guerrilla government and um, like a scandal that broke out and who were the government guerrillas, the whistleblowers, so, so to speak, and how do they approach it? You know, it's a multifaceted thing. And so I tried doing that at first. I was like, oh, dude, like I've seen the miniseries. Like I generally know what happened. I'll have a little bit of a leg up on this whole thing. And, you know, shocking as it may seem, mm-hmm. the uh, Russian or former Soviet government didn't really sh- uh, share a lot of public information about that for me to they cite sources. And I can't really cite a TV show that did took some creative uh, liberties. One of my favorite short stories is by uh, Jim Shepard. He wrote a short story called The Zero Meter Diving Team. And he got his hands on some uh, on uh, on some nonfiction about it, and it's about a, a brother investigating Chernobyl and how one of his uh, other brothers was like an engineer on it. It's a very 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 good short story, but he has like basically a bibliography. He writes a lot of historical historical fiction, I would say, not like really gay historical fiction. What is like, the we Jew- must do the Jane Austen. Like, what it's is just the like, Jews won nine eleven? You're like what? <laughs> Harry Turtledove, no! 
Mike, dude, I have a Glenn Beck. Fucking mom sent me a Glenn Beck book. We we need to read that on the podcast. I remember that, actually. I think I came in, you're like, look what my mom sent me. I'm like, is this a regular thing? But, Tom, we have plenty of toilet paper. (laughs) 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 Worst fans in baseball. I don't know. Uh, what other moves? Scott Efros was with his wicked two-seamer. When you overlay this over a screaming baby's face as I cut its yeah. fingers, you can see why that pitch is so hard to hit. Let's just go to Twitter. Let's go to Mr. But Mr. Hyman. Mr. Well, my Twitter oh, has Mr. Slurs. Passan. Passan. Yeah. Um, okay. So, shit. So we got, obviously, the Quintana deal. Yep. Um... The White Sox have traded catcher Reese McGuire to the Red Sox. Per That's source. interesting because uh, Grandal's having such a down year. Yeah. Um, uh, Astros got Vasquez and Mancini. Mancini, emotional. He's a cool guy. I hope he gets his dub. It's kind of interesting seeing the uh, O's uh, sell off Mancini because they can snag a wild card. And Mancini's been pretty serviceable. He's worth two war. And I know the balls are dead, and you know it's a big conspiracy that uh, baseball is too fun. So we have to take it back to the 1960s a little bit, which also means that uh, Cardinals fans will begin to pelt uh, all our non-white players with trash. Uh, 1960s ball, I know. But, um, you know, it's good to see Mancini make it on the Astros. Kind of interesting to see how so. Um, Yankees got Montas. Um yeah, Yankees got Montas Trevino too. Trevino, so they get uh, bullpen help since uh, Michael and, King went down. And Benintendi. And Clay Holmes kind of got rack, rocked a little bit. I feel a little bit bad for Hayter. I think he's just kind of exhausted a little bit because he's got a ERA north of four, but it was like 105 until he had those two back-to-back blow-up games where he gave up nine oh. earned in a third of an inning of work. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he just had a horrible two-game stretch. But... um. What else? Uh, David Peralta got moved. Oh, yeah, David Peralta. He's fun. Yeah, Yankees yeah, getting Montas. They're scary enough as it is, but this is... Uh... Hey, you know, uh, if uh, Yankees don't make it to the World Series, I think Booney's out. I mean, studded. Absolutely studded. And this is their best season they've had in... Fuck, I would say even since when uh, Girardi took him to the series. They're just bowling over everyone. And they're in a super tough division, too. And Judge might hit 60 homers. Um, who else we got? Ooh, there's some drama, it looks like. There is? Um, Kyle Reese. Um, oh, what'd he do? So, well, first of all, he tweets, If it is Nunez in this deal, my hot take is that the right move to make for the Cardinals, but that they'll somewhat regret moving him in this particular deal in a few years. I hope it works out, and he gets a chance to be a Cardinal killer for years. And then um, he quote tweets himself and goes, A lot of really, in pardon my bluntness, fucking stupid rule five takes in my mentions here. I need to know which pontiff pontificator is responsible for giving the fan base that talking point so I can kindly tell that person to get all the way fucked and Jeff Jones goes this time it's probably me um what the hell's going on <laughs> what we just let me get it up on the full screen um yeah I mean all Kyle Reese is saying here is like yeah 
Nunez is a pretty good minor leaguer. He's a pretty much an expert on our farm system. This, I mean, I kind of feel the same way when I saw Nunez. I was like, uh, I've seen a lot of stuff about him for a guy who's at what double A. Um, okay, maybe, maybe he turns into a solid, solid get. I am. What, happy what's the rule five take? If you take someone in Rule 5, you have to put them on a Major League roster for the year. And if you don't, then they go back. Yeah. So, like... Yeah, it's Nunez... only because you didn't want to protect them by putting them on the 40-man. Yeah, so, so like, what's the take on the Malcolm Nunez thing? I don't really know. I don't know what point he's trying to make here exactly. Yeah, I'm... Well, I mean, God knows with this fan base sometimes. I think people are probably saying, oh, well, he probably would have gotten taken into Rule 5 anyway, so who cares? But, like, hold on, let me fucking Google this. Really, they would take... If they're smart, though, they better add fucking Moises Gomez to that 40-man next year. Someone will take him. To put him on, like, a major league roster, I don't know. He's got an 823 OPS and double A. Like, someone's going to fucking take him and put him on a major league roster to face major league hitting? I don't think so. So, yeah, I mean, I'm on Kyle's side here. That seems a, a little goofy, to say the least. Um, let me see about your Moises take. He's hitting well in triple A, high K rate, but an 861 OPS, eh, maybe. Yeah, we should protect him. He's a 200-strikeout guy, but at his current rate, he's a 50-homer guy. So. Yeah, and he's probably, what, 22? Yeah, Latin Joey Gallo. That's what I like. Joey Gallo apologized to Yankees fans. For being bad. Yeah, he should apologize to all baseball fans. That's he's a bad boy. He's that, a bad boy getting bad. Joey Gallo. Hey, Braves. Got Austin Riley forever. That's a great deal. Yeah, what was his thing about, like... It, it's smashing baseball. I like to smash baseballs and oh, hunt deer. Christ. It ain't deer season. Oh my god! I need to pull that up. You sent it to the group. Yeah. He said something. Um. He said something obnoxious. Which I guess is why they decided to sign him long term because it uh, just speaks to to their fan base. Let me read it off. I crush the ball and hunt deer, and it ain't deer season. <laughs> the fuck does that? So he's like, okay, so he's just trying to do, I uh, I came here to kick ass and chew bubble gum, and I'm all out of gum. When I first read that, I just thought he was saying he kills deer every... It's like, it ain't, it ain't deer season. A deer fucked my... A deer raped my mom. I'm gonna get that son of a bitch. <laughs> what a fucking dumb trucker thing. He just hates Mike Moustakas just on principle. Like, you're a cousin. You're... You're distantly related to the man. I wonder if we can rip, the rip on this. <laughs> I hit I hit doubles and put rhinestones on my batting helmet, <laughs> and I ain't seen any pitches. <laughs> Fucking dingus. What did I say to that photo yesterday? I think I had a stupid. You one. just put the N word over and over. No. Oh, you check phones. You're the one who had that yeah. everywhere in your text messages. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. <laughs> so, oh yeah, I sent a lot of pictures of Nick recently. Just a mad little, mad little white dog. Yeah, I don't know what the significance of that was. He's a little volpino. A little. 
What'd you say? I eat dirt and choke Malsinas, and it ain't Advent yet. <laughs> That's right. Oh, God. <laughs> I take five-pitch walks. I take five-pitch walks, and I don't wear a mask at Starbucks, and my barista's already sick. <laughs> Fucking moron. Killing the ball, though. Raised his average over 50 points over the last month and a half. So he's just red hot. Where, how do you feel about the takes of uh, Pete Alonso being MVP over Paul Goldschmidt? Dude, okay. We can look at this from a few different angles. I mean, I don't know the specifics of the stats. You've got baseball reference pulled up. But Goldschmidt is having a killer year. The guy's never fucking won it. He's, they're going to be comparable in fucking home runs by the end of it. Yeah. Goldschmidt plays elite defense better than him at first. I say we go off both. I mean, it's kind of like, hey, you're going to have other chances to win this. Can, can fucking Paul get one for his career? Goldschmidt's I mean, stats are going to be comparable. 5.1 B war. World Trade Center Pete is worth three. Fuck you, Pete. I typed fast. <laughs> Jesus Christ. When he fucking uh, was doing... Those deadlifts. And not like mega deadlifts, just 135-pound deadlifts yeah. for the for the uh, home hey, run Hey, dude, derby. I benched 250 yesterday. You did? Yeah. Jesus, you're Well, actually, no, 260, because that's how the pounds worked. Anyways, yeah, cause just because I like went up to like my bench press machine I use, and they had that weight already on it. And I was like, let's fucking give this a go. It's and not one of the assisted ones? You got you to free, free that shit. Uh, See what you're yeah, really made of, boy. I was like, shit. I mean, I did five reps. I'm like, I'm not going to do this because I don't stretch either. So, like, I'm just asking to, like, tear um, muscles. By like, F War. That's fuck war for the cool fans. Yeah, it's, uh, it's the, this is nerd shit, dude. You're getting a fucking nerd, nerd episode. Uh, World Trade Center Pete has 2.7 F War, and Nolan has 4.8. What about Paul? 4.8. Oh. He's just like fucking cooler. He's the bear Jew, dude. Freddie Freeman's back ahead of him though. So man, if only yeah, he played Freeman's those two. Freeman's not gonna have the home runs though to match. No, no. Uh, Goldie, Goldie deserves this more. Actually, no. I mean, I'm still mad at him for the COVID thing. If it's a really close one, I will factor that in. That's just still so fucking annoying to me. Wait, have the Mets played played the Blue Jays this year? Yeah, but like Pete Alonso can't even find Canada on a map. So like it whether he's unvaccinated or shot or or he just got lost. He gets a pass. Yeah, he gets a pass. And actually I wouldn't give it to him anyway because uh he killed over three thousand people on September eleventh, two thousand one. <laughs> and no one has brought him to justice for it. And it's really sickening. Uh let's see. It's been yeah, it's been a quiet fucking trade deadline. Yeah. Been pretty quiet. It's heated up this afternoon and evening. Yeah, you got a few more. I'm just waiting for... I think uh, tomorrow's going to be crazy. Well, they got till what, six? I thought it was four. I think it's six Eastern, four here. I don't or know. five. Here yeah, it's some six goofiness six. like that. They need to get this trade through. They need to pick up Soto. We got yeah. the pitching help. We got ourselves a starter. He just cannot you know? go to the fucking Dodgers. If he goes to the Dodgers, it, baseball's not even fun. Fucking, what the fuck do the Dodgers have left? How many prospects? That's have you given up? yeah. 
that's my... How whole... elite is your fucking farm system? I mean, Jesus. Or like, hell, I, I wouldn't mind us going out and adding a Jock Peterson if he's still on the market. Yeah. Like, make him our DH. Dude can mash. He's cheap. He's only on a one-year deal. So if you don't have to give up, you know, like, one of your top five prospects for him for a couple months, mm-hmm. worth it. Adam, you get a stabilizing force in the DH role, which is something the Cardinals are lacking. And as much as it sucks for Albert, he's he's not he's not going to get to 22. No, he's not. So um, Here's some shit about what we could have had years ago when it came to hiring uh, – why we uh, when we hired Matheny, uh, Guardians on the outside looking in, but they're close to a wild card spot. Tito's taking a team, good old Tito Terry Francona, taking a team with a payroll almost as low as the fucking A's, and he's got them three games over. Incredible. Also, they did a really good job with the rebranding. Guardians sounds really cool. Well, like, you know, I actually really like fun. it. Let's see if I can pull it up. <laughs> If you look how they have, what font they use, they uh, just basically slightly painted over Indians with Guardians, and it's really funny looking. But much better than like the Washington Commanders, you know? Yeah, and when they ha- took it fu- to spite everyone to be super passive, like look at that. See, Ian's yeah. right here. It's here's an end, D, and they just cut out an I. But same fucking font as Indians. Yeah. <laughs> so, which right. is funny. I mean, Guardians is better. But, like, doing what fucking Dan Snyder's shit organization did, which is like, we're just going to be passive aggressive. We just won't have a name. We're the Washington football team. Like, fuck off. It's not that hard to come up with one. Here, I'll do it. Dogs, termites, eagles, bandits, <laughs> rapists. It's not that fucking hard. <laughs> Fucking sea wolves, stormtroopers, Hitler. It's not hard. Come up with a mascot. Man bear pigs. Commanders. They would do that. Fucking militarists. I agree, Biscuit. Fucking. The NFL's like super into like ultra like Jangoism to begin with anyway. That picketed team calling themselves the commanders based out of Washington. It's so, it's so fucking on the nose. I wonder if there'll ever be a, like a team that's just names themselves after a movie star. Like, like we're the Seattle Wisos. Oh, sorry. We're the Seattle Wisos. We're the Birmingham Sammy Davis Juniors. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're we're the Sacramento Washingtons. Denzel, Booker T. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll never tell. I'll never <laughs> tell. We're the <laughs> we're the Omaha Depths. <laughs> the uh, we're the Chicago Downey Juniors. <laughs> <laughs> we're the uh, Montreal uh, Gerard Depardieu. <laughs> we're the Pasadena Jack Nicholson. Pasadena Nicholson's. <laughs> she moves in mysterious ways. You're goddamn right I did! (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Black Nicholson. That's what you do. What's up, kids? (laughs) 
What's up, my ninjas? Welcome to Ninja Nation. <laughs> it's Black Nicholson. I'm just gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna just go watch the Lakers in my Pontiac Bonville. <laughs> I'm hip and relatable. Or the thing where he spilled like chili all over himself at a courtside to a Lakers game. No. Look it up. I'd never lie to you. Here, you load it up. No. You have to open a I have to turn around in my chair. <laughs> I do to, everything. And here. I have to use one hand. Yeah, because you got yeah. your other hand. You got your other hand on your Johnson. Hope I don't jack off. I hope, I hope he doesn't jack off. I hope he doesn't Nicholson off. I'm not even supposed to be here. I hope I don't jack off. Let's do a here. Here's a riff. Gay Jack Nicholson movies. Sperm of endearment. Um. Chili. Okay, Jack Nicholson. Chili. Mm-hmm. Easy guy rider. I don't see any chili spilled on Jack Nicholson yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do see him eating it out of a Tupperware. Oh, it's on his knee. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I think he got banned from that. He brought chili to an NBA In a Tupperware. He brought leftovers to a fucking <laughs> basketball game, my guy. Yeah, The Onion. Jack Nicholson banned from sitting courtside after spilling Tupperware. Have you seen my chili. new movie where I fight... <laughs> a, I don't think this si- is real. <laughs> I, where I fight Michael Keaton as a large turd who protects the... People of Gotham. It's called Scatman. Hit him with one of these. Imagine a Batman movie shot like Birdman, where it's like six shots of the entire movie. I need. I still need to see that movie. Oh. Let me talk about it with Dan Buffa because Josh scored another Dan Buffa interview. Oh yeah, special announcement have for those who listen. Yeah. Um, we'll have Mr. Dan Buffa's talents this Wednesday night. So probably for your Thursday, Friday up. So look forward to that. Your boy strikes again. Hopefully we can uh, channel two Buffas into one Kyle Reese. And then... Have you asked Gould? I feel like if we got Kyle Reese, that's a nice little start to... Yeah, because he says fuck and probably says slurs. So... Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know. I really want to get Jimmy the Cat Hayes on. Jimmy, are you really a cat? <laughs> and he just stares at us. Whiskers. Like that. No, what he does is he just comes up and he just bumps his head against my nose and just rubs his face on my... Yeah. We're going to do it. We're going to do it in studio. Regional cable And by in studio, we're going to do it in my bedroom. We're going to do it in the cards room. Mm. Hi, Biscuit. What you doing, sweet Ambrosia. kid? Who are we fucking, Tom? Good question, man. Fuck Elaine Edgar. Yeah, fuck her. I hope she doesn't win. I'm taking yeah. a Republican ballot for the first time in my life to vote against her. I did it when uh, Drew June ran, and, uh, you know, you do is, what you gotta do. I have to do democracy sometimes. So, uh, fuck that, and fuck us if we don't get Soto. Yeah. So, so all right. Good night, everyone. Good night. Um, Shalom. Check under the bed for for me the pitching ninja and make sure to take your Volpino Italian Nico out to uh, to shit in the yard like he already yeah. does. Nick will be back. Tom and I will also be back. And Paul DeYoung, coincidentally enough, is also fucking back. There you go, St. Louis.